Today is Thursday, May. Today is May 10th, and the Yankees just won three games out of four against the Seattle Mariners. There was a walk-off. There was a shutout. There was a regular win, and there was one loss. There was some roster moves. There was some bad defense, good defense, and a bunch of other stuff. And we, now we will talk Yankees. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Talking Yanks and spending an hour of your day with us. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. I got my co-host, Jake. He's coming to you from Denver, Colorado. He's a transplanted Yankee fan, originally from Connecticut. And this episode of Talking Yanks, this special episode of Talking Yanks, this incredibly special episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by a whole gang of cool people. Ross Bergrad. Whoa. The RGR sound is throwing me off. Yeah, you got to go you, Eastern European on that. Ross Burgrad. Yeah, because you want to go Berg, but then you have to do the Gra at the end. Ross Burgrad, our first Russian listener. Thank you, Ross. Thanks, Ross. Lawrence Carbone. Nice. Carbone. Kyle McCormick. Yep. Ian McInnes. McInnes. Is. A lot of uh, Scottish names. Dakota Jackson. McCormick, yeah. Dakota Jackson. You saying male, female? Uh, I'm leaning female for Dakota. Are there male Dakotas? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's a, a lady name. Sound Any Dakota name makes me think of the actress. So Dakota Jackson. And Jackson's an, a famous entertainment name. So, like so, now, you're thinking, so now you're thinking of nope. uh, gray, shades of gray. Nope. Now you're getting all hot and bothered. Not even close. Thanks, Dakota Jackson. Next up, Alex. Now La- I'm getting a little hot and bothered. Last name omitted, Alex. Brandon Kramer. What's up, Brandon? Brandon was wearing an Elgari t-shirt once and got on, on the TV wearing one of our shirts. Love that. Benjamin Payne. Ben Payne. Wow. Does he play football? Major Payne. I love Major Payne. I know you do. I love Major Pain. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Mickey McCree? Mickey McCray. I, we got Kyle, McCormick, Kyle McCormick, Ian McInnes, and Mickey McCray. And Ski Savitsky. Yes, Ski Savitsky and Ross Burgard. We've got a lot of, lot of Europeans today. It's, it's good. Or it's descendants good of, at least. Descendants of. Well, those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. You can go to patreon.com slash TalkingYanks to help us out. It's $2 a month. You get live access to the video. You can hang out in the chat while we do this. You get live. You get access to the video on your own time as well if you don't catch it live. You get a chance to win a jersey each month, two times a month if you want, one via raffle, one via contest, and uh, some other perks. So thank you to those people. We appreciate it. Helps Jake. a lot. What's your uh, headspace like? Where's your head at? 
as I told you in the pregame show, which this will be my classic pregame show hype up, go check it out. A lot of people have been, a lot of fun. Uh, as you know, I was kind of in a tough, tough space. I did not like today's lineup. Um, having to sit Luke Voigt today um, just just irked me, knowing the fact that if we lost today and we split two games with the Mariners and we would have lost our last two, I would have been sitting here saying, like, damn, man. Like, we we went down not having our best lineup up out there. Could have got three, th- you know, three of four. Uh, Happer went out and shoved today. Uh, the lineup did enough. Thank Thank the Lord for Geo to God. Um, so I'm I'm doing all right, man. Hap, Happer looked really good, like like as boring as possible, except for his exit from the game. So I'm I'm doing well, man. Mariners were playing decent. Well, they weren't playing decent baseball at one point this year. They were playing decent baseball. Um, but hey, we win three out of four. I'm going to be happy with that anytime. I'm also happy. I'm drinking some whiskey on the rocks because you bullied me into Ooh. alcohol. Okay. <laughs> so I'm excited. No, I'm in, I've been in a good mood all day. I didn't even care about the lineup to, on game four. Was, That's good. Yeah, I was happy. I'm happy. That was a nice, nice, fun win. I liked hearing happy yell at the ump. We didn't really yell. Just kind of very politely yelled. I'm doing good. Where was that? Up? Where? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he followed up with. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Always good. Where was that? Hi. Where? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, all right. So we had a bunch of roster transactions and in- injury updates, Jake. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get it. Injury updates kind of blow. I think Didi's going to beat them all back. Hicks, is, uh, t- Hicks took Ooh. batting practice. In Yankee Stadium today, he's going to Scranton, playing three games at AAA, and then he's joining the Yankees back at Yankee Stadium after the weekend. So he's going. He's the plan is he will be activated on Monday. That's great news. Fantastic. Yes. Stan's whole thing is being. It's clouded in this like mystique and bad vibes. He got injured. Where- what? Where Aaron Hicks, where Aaron Hicks's injury was in like the second week of April, that's where we're at with Stan right now. Yeah, yeah, they kind of traded places. Stan originally had a tear in his one of his biceps, and then that was fully healed, but he needed a cortisone shot in his other shoulder, and then and now he was supposed to take batting practice. Like a bunch of times they said he was like, you know, starting baseball activities. And now they just keep saying no timetable. We don't know. I- I'm happy that they have no timetables, but it seems like Didi is going to be back be- before Stanton, Judge, and Severino. I think Severino may never be back, but. Yeah. I mean, the part that's scary with Stanton is like, Judge, we know we're not at the point where we should be getting any updates yet. Kind of the same with Seve. It, it's starting to get to the point where you'd want to hear something about Seve. Like, we're, we're going to check on him in two weeks or something like that. Like, we're, we're hitting that neighborhood. Um, Stanton twice now has come back to like, yeah, he's going to start taking some swings and see how he feels. And then twice now it's been no update, which is bad. Bad. Bad, yeah. 
Jake Barrett, everyone's favorite reliever that they don't know about, got sent down or DFA'd, and they signed Nestor Cortez. Our guy. Remember, we got to see him at spring training. Oh, didn't you really yeah. want to start calling him Nestor the Molester? But then we decided we can't do that. You can't do that. Um, I, I don't want to give ourselves too much love, but like we, we can't be tweeting Nestor the Molester. Um, I rhymes. I'll say that. <laughs> um, uh, Nestor is, and I, dude, I, I don't know. Like we're not gonna do this. Maybe one of our crazy listeners, if you want to, will give you like a uh, half off discount on a shirt. But one of our spring training episodes, after we saw Nestor, we compared him to like David Hale or one of the guys that threw like four innings this year, and we we're like, if we see Nestor Cortez this year. We're going to see him for like five innings, and then he's going to be DFA'd. Um, I think we, we had two guys. We did that with Hale, and we did that with one reliever last year. But he's he's a pure junk ball pitcher. Um, if you see him, it's going to be in garbage time. It's kind Oh, of I forgot about that. He throws like we, a 60-mile-per-hour EFIS. We decided we liked him because he does anything he can to get hitters out. He throws an EFIS, he'll drop sidearm, he'll do anything he can besides having good talent to try to get hitters out. Um, so yeah, small thing that this will probably be my last Nestor Cortez section of, of talking Yanks this year. Wow. A, a quick update. D Gordon is mad at J.A. Hat. Yeah, that whole thing was kind of bizarre. I was pissed off. It was the second time he threw up by my head. You've got to get the ball down. You can't throw that pitch. I got a family. You need to get the ball. You need to get the ball the fuck down. That's twice. If you can't throw that pitch, don't throw it. I didn't think it was that crazy of a pitch. No, I mean, he brought his hands up into it. Um, He was really pissed when it happened, and you're like, okay, I kind of get it, but uh, no. Sorry, D. This guy tweeted it out at video on Twitter, and it just the caption is "D Gordon wrist injury video." <laughs> <laughs> I love myself a, a to the point caption. Um. Okay, that sucks for D Gordon. He's so mad. Hap didn't mean to. I don't think. No, there was no intentions at all. Hap was cruising. Um. Hap Hap had an amazing day and has no gripes <laughs> with D Gordon. Um. You don't think he just didn't want him to steal bases anymore, so he hit him on the hand purposely in a spot that would break his hand and get him out? He probably wanted him to because Gary threw him out the first time. Free outs, free money. Free outs, free money. That's what I said, though. They're giving away free money. Hey, come on. All right, shall we move on? We did all the updates, right? Uh, I think so. If if you didn't know Cameron Mabin's on the team, because we haven't talked about him enough, he's awesome. And he was on R2C2 and it was really cool. So well, I didn't listen yet. Is it good? It's good. It's good. I listened to it while I was grocery shopping. I had a blast. Dude, that pitch. I'm, now I see the pitch that D Gordon's complaining about. It's an up and in fastball. It's not near his head. Dude, he brings his arms up into it. Like if he... If he kept his arms down and leans back, I mean, it's just a ball. So, yeah, no, he's a, uh, I, I don't know, maybe a little D Gordon trying to spark the team or something. But I got nothing a family. Right <laughs> got a, cool, a, man. So does Hap. Imagine if he'd said that after the pitch, like, 
Imagine if every batter did that. You just pitch them up and in. They step out of the box and look at the pitch and go, I got a family, bud. Got a family. Come on. I'm trying to earn a paycheck. What are you trying to do? Groove me one, you piece of shit. I got my kids watching. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, hot mic. <laughs> Let's go into the burns. Burn, Jakey, burn. burn. Do, you have, do you never know that I had a childhood friend whose dad was a firefighter? And once a week, he would go to what they call burn camp. And he was a counselor at burn camp. And I, I once joke, a week, once a summer, one week okay. every summer. And that I jokingly said, oh, you burn the kids to test it out. And he didn't like that because yeah. it's for burn victims. So yeah. one in the not same. Ta- not tasteful per se, but no, he was like, no, we don't burn the kids. They got burned. Can't believe I have to tell you this. <laughs> Just don't uh, burn the kids. All right, are you ready? On your mark. Game one. Get set. Burn. Game one of the four game set. Karsten Charles Sabathia versus King. King Felix Hernandez. Just miles away from the Bronx Zoo. Hey, top one. I am your new king. King Louis V. Two run shot hey let's go top two guardy with a little snuggle bunny homer 357 over the wall and right estrada hits a bullet to right for his first major league home run yay (laughs) (laughs) off one of his vet is off one of his venezuelan idols actually pretty cool then it's everyone's favorite dj dj 26 spinning nothing but hits RBI single, and to finish the rally, it's Gio Urshela, Ella, Ella, A, A, 7-0 Bronx Bombers. CC gave us a slight scare, but gets out of it. Five innings pitch, three earned runs. Holder to Vino to Britain to Chap. Scratch that, reverse it. Sessa, Yanks win, 7-3. Sessa coming in, huh? With the four-out four out save? Uh... Yeah, four run, four four run non save situation. Up four, yeah, trying to save Chapper. It worked out. Worked out. Uh, This game was a was a joy. I liked it. I enjoyed this game. I enjoyed Estrada hitting a home run. I didn't enjoy that Sterling didn't have a call ready for him, so he just went complete silence mode. Yeah, kind of, kind of tripped me up in the burn too. I get it. We both play the same game. Followed at Jay Sterling calls on Twitter. I now post uh, John Sterling calls. Yeah, how about that? Voight with a homer because why not? Gardner with a homer, little snug- snuggle bunny homer. That's what you called it. It was a little snuggle bunny homer. Three fifty seven. CC Sabathia, ninety nine pitches, five innings pitched, three earned runs. What do you think about CC's performance? Ah, this is this is a little tough for me because I I will admit this like I'm I'm gonna give Cece a ton of leash because um, I just love him as a person as a baseball player and everything. Um, I mean, there's two ways to go with this. He gave us a pretty decent scare in the fifth inning there, loaded the bases, which was half a load the bases because he basically fake intentionally walked a guy to get to Jay Bruce the lefty and he got out of it. And, uh, I mean, then I went to war online because everyone was freaking out that CC doesn't give us length. Um, and, I mean, I'll just let out a couple of the stats I let out there that, A, his ERA is now up to 3.2 on the season, which currently his ERA has gotten better the past five years now. 
B, he hasn't gone less than five innings yet. C, uh, he didn't have a spring training, so his first start, he only threw 62 pitches, and he could have went further. And D, he's our fifth starter, and he might be the best fifth starter in baseball. Um, so, like, don't get don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted, yo, that CC can't go, you know, 110 pitches anymore because it doesn't really matter Tell me who's a better fifth starter in baseball, and then we can talk about it. Don't bring Mikey T into this. I Well, okay. I think you just did. You said don't. Well, let's talk about it. I had a hard L. Hard L. You did? Oh, yeah. My headphone must have cut it out. No, nah, I don't think I did. I'll be honest. Yeah, I think you said talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Always have. Then, uh, you know, seven to three, sixth inning. Who do we go to? Jonathan Holder. Because Obviously. Yeah, I mean, if there's a game being played, Holder's in it. Holder goes single. Holder Holder goes single, ground ball through the shortstop, third base hall, walk, walks bad, and then the bloopiest of bloop hits by D. Gordon. Just threw his bat at a breaking ball in the dirt and bloops in. Everyone was saying Holder looked terrible. Two blue pits. We actually saw that very same hit in two games later that holder and it popped out to shortstop, but it was the very same thing. But one time it dropped. Yeah. What I'm, what and, I'm trying uh, to say is results bad. I don't think holder looked that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's you, you shrug your shoulders from shrug your shoulders from holder. Um, it, you know, that's that, that was baseball. Susan, a little bit Adovino came in and slammed the door, um, which uh, I think holder, Holders now up to eight scoreless innings um, since 420. Hashtag blaze it, baby. So, um, yeah, man, and the the it's going to be a, a theme of this whole series, but the, the bullpen looked pretty good, man. Did you feel bad at all that Felix Hernandez was getting slopped around and had to just stay in there and eat it? So that was funny, man. So I did. I, I felt really bad, and then I was doing this whole thing. I was like, wow, I think we need to appreciate CeCe even more. Um, cause you know, CC was bad and then he got his career back together and it's been really fun to watch. King Felix looked awful and was getting hit around the yard, but dude, then he buckled down and that's like, I loved that so much. And like, I, he finished, I know this he gave him an outing. Yeah, man. I know that this is a Yankees podcast, but dude, that's, uh, you give up seven runs, you give up five runs in two innings, seven runs in three, and you buckle down for two more. That's low-key big for the team starting a four-game series. You save your bullpen two innings. And he got out of it without giving up any runs. It, it was um it it was kind of cool just as a general baseball fan. And I, I ended up saying, like, yo, I hope I really truly hope King Felix has like a CC renaissance in the next couple years and finds a way to be able to get people out. Me too. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He kind of was. He kind of was having that, right? Not really. His his ERA um, was mid-fours, and I think it was deceptive. Like, he had had more hits than innings pitched, and some of the peripherals weren't there. Um, and now, I mean, now his ERA is up to 5-2, and, like, he was terrible yet last year. He got pulled from the rotation. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated on Talking Yanks about King Felix. We will. We'll do our best. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the bullpen looked good, and there was nothing really else 
to talk about in this game. So let's go to game number two, four game set. Keep on moving. Oh, wow. You got anything else that needs to be said? That was a nice, so. nice win. All right, here we go. A quick transition. On your mark, get set. Burn. The Mariners and Marco Polo Gonzalez exploring NYC on Tanaka Tuesday as the Yanks try to make it three in a row. A pitcher's duel with some very sloppy defense and our second rain delay in three days. It's a gross 4-1 Mariners lead. Jake, make a joke or something. A guardy pass ball party makes it 4-2. Do you believe in magic? In Gio Urshela's heart? Two-run shot to the monuments in center. Geo to God. Can't stop, won't stop. I get down, baby girls and girls that love us. And even when I'm with my boo, I'm going crazy for LeMayhew. DJ26 does it again. Another hit. But this one's a remix of Little Flip's Game Over. Like Bruno Mars with a stub toe, it's a 5-4 walk-off win. Let's go, Yanks. <laughs> Like Bruno Mars with a what toe? Bruno Mars with a stub toe. How's the five four walk off? How's the stub toe come into play? You got to walk it off a little bit. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you don't just stand there and look at your stub toe going, "Oh my god!" You walk it off. I usually just chop it right off. Get it, out, get it out of there. That's not true. Walk off. Those are, are fun. Comeback win. We were down. There was an ugly. Ugly game. I thought we were going to tie it up in the ninth and go into extras. I just had a feeling. You didn't. But they decided to just win it in nine. You had an extra innings feeling. I had a we need a hit with runners in scoring position feeling, which was the first. Um, I think we were 0 for 8 at that point, and we landed at 1 for 9. Uh, So we, we got the hit with runners in scoring position. Um, and yeah, dude, I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. You see Gio Urshela, who, by the way, before this home run had nine career home runs, hits one to the monuments in center in the ninth inning. An 0-2 pitch. Um, to center field. And you're just like, that was the at bat. And I mean, it'll, will land there for game four. This at bat was the last Gio Urshela, like, no way. Like I... Dude, I know you've been awesome, but no way. And then he does that to the point where when he came up in game four today, you were just like, I know this. I know what happens now. Oh, that's an interesting conversation we'll have later on. Like, I, I think he has crossed that threshold for me. I think the the home run in the ninth was like, holy crap. Like this. Now we're watching something silly to the fact that when I, I tweeted it out, but when they intentionally walked Glaber to get to Urshela, I said it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen on a baseball field. It was pretty dumb. Yeah, I, I, there's I, a lot, a lot I of Urshela talk right. to you. A lot of people thought it was just another dumb Jake tweet, and then they were like, oh. <laughs> it's, we, it's nuts. Tank, Tank didn't have his best up, was struggling mightily, but ends up with 6.1 innings pitch, two earned runs, and had how many outs... That, you know, he had the two drop balls. Uh, yeah. He had some bad defense behind him. Or Shella booted one. Yeah, Shella booted one. Yeah, it was a bad defense game. And Tank's line still looks good. 
Yeah, and he really was. He was just battling. That's that's what I that's what I told you uh, again. I think it was on the pregame show the next day. I was like, like who? I forget how I phrased it. Who had a good game? Like I I mean, Tanaka was battling. Um, we got we got beat for eight innings, and then we we crushed him one inning, and we snuck out of there with a win. And it was uh, I mean, it was that was nice. Completely stolen. Joe Harvey with a, a low-key big hold at the end there. Yeah, I, I love giving those guys credit that keep it at bay when they're in, yeah. in for the loss. Lasagna did it back in Anaheim, I believe, after CC or whatever. Yeah, I, call, I gave him the second stopper award. Harvey yeah. did it today. That was great, man. I mean, to, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no qualms with any management decisions here. Yeah, I think the only the only management decision qualm would be with the Mariners because they went to Swarzak instead of Elias or Elias, who they've been sharing the closer role. And uh, yeah, Swarzak just got beat up pretty good. Yeah. And the other play that I, I mentioned really weird in the burn, but they brought in Brendan Brennan, which gets me just irate that his parents named him that. Irate. Uh, Brendan with a D, Brennan with an N. <sighs> so Bren people Bren. were sent. People were sending me all the double names. Like if you know, if your name was William William or William Williams or something like that, that's fine with me because that's copy and paste. Brendan Brennan has to emphasize the D and the N every time. If someone says, "Hey, I'm William William," you go, "Okay, William William here." Brendan Brennan, you go. Was there a D in the D in the first or in the second? Is it Brandon or Brendan? I thought it was Brandon Brennan. Let me see. It's Brandon, but I mean, it all it still comes off the tongue so quickly. No one cares about Brandon Brendan's unless you're a Patreon supporter. Thanks, Brandon. Um, but I still still made me irate. Either way, that guy was dealing. He was he's. Hit Gary and Anduhar swung through five straight changeups, and he bounced one in the dirt for the pass ball to give us a run, which ended up being huge. Nice. I mean, the Mariners are bad. I'm, I'm kind of getting into a trap here, Jake, where I'm just kind of jokingly shit talking every team we play easily. Right. Um, I got. I really got rubbed the wrong way about like Yankees haven't won any. Beat any good teams really bothered me. So now it's right. just like, well, the Twins are good. The Twins suck. Shut up. Mariners are good. Mariners suck. Shut up. I think the Mar- I think the Twins started winning again after we played them. I think they're yeah, going for they're, best. For- yeah, great. Who'd they play? Yeah. Who'd they play? Uh, I think they played Tottenham, and then they played <laughs> uh, Barca. The Baggies. Um, it's funny you mentioned the like getting into making fun of the other teams thing, because uh, Bobby from the Bronx tweeted at us and I tagged you in it or I I commented. He said that we should do like a fake, um, welcome to like Tampa video, like making fun of the trop, and I actually really like that. Nice. The Twins just. Do swept you like playing baseball in a circus tent? That's do, you a start. En- do you enjoy being able to hear your own thoughts? You can you can hit a home run and a speaker could catch it. <laughs> Come play baseball here. It sucks. 
Afterwards, we have the most strip clubs in the United States. And the worst drivers in America. So there it is. Um, so yeah. Okay. Are you ready for game three? The best of the bunch? I think so. Um, this is I, I didn't I wrote down like a burn spark notes for this, so I'll probably be as lackluster as I can. Or is there something you'd like to see from me in like bad burns? Yeah, a lot of energy. Okay. Do it as if you're a Mariners fan. Like it's talking nerves? Yeah, like it's talking Mariners. Do this burn as if you're talking Mariners. Okay. Okay, wow, this is on the spot. Here we go. On your mark. Get set. Burn! You say tomato. I say Kikuchi. You say Kikuchi versus Johnny Lasagna. And with a side of meatballs today for our Mariners. Edwin Encarnacion, sack fly in the first, followed by Ryan Hanniger. There's a bomb. Homer, dead center. Hanniger, Homer, Hanniger, Homer. La, 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 la. <laughs> More doubles to right. D, flash. Gordon with a single to center. It's 4 nothing. Oh, wait. Edwin, E, E. Second most homers in the majors since insert time here. 5 nothing Mariners after 5. Oh, here comes a Yankees rally. Nope. Voight sack fly. Fart noise. Healy. Homers to right. He has a day. Santana plays the guitar with a double to right. 8 to 1. And then Narvaez. Narvaez. Single to left. Encarnacion scores. It's a blowout in the boogie down, David Cohn. Fart noise. 10 1 Mariners. Yeah, you gave you gave Seattle people a real bad uh, sense of humor. Yeah, they do. I should <laughs> I should have been should have been clapping the whole should've time. Should have clapping the whole time. Just fucking broke the sound record. We're the best. All right, run it back. I'll clap the whole time. <laughs> best clappers in in all the league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this game blew, huh? Yeah, I it mean, was raining. The Kikuchi with Kikuchi. the pine tar, no hitter. Kikuchi with the pine tar. Mikey T breaks it up with a banger double to left. And then um, hits the same little bloop shot again. Yeah. It was uh no, I mean this this game like sucked. I mean there was there was nothing going on. Oh, people are gonna uh, want us to talk about the pine tar. We talked about it on our I'll let you, I'll give on you the, the radio show. I think the MLB has to do something. I think that I think that they have to make a firm line and say it's allowed uh this is what you're allowed to use this is how often you're allowed to use it or they have to say it's not allowed and 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 do something because i understand that everyone uses it in the league and it's no no one cares you know and the yankees aren't gonna get them out of the game because then later on in the year they're gonna have a target on their back the whole time like every team is gonna say well let's get the yankees because their motherfuckers got mariners you know right every team uses stuff but I do feel bad for the pitchers that don't want to get in trouble, so they don't use pine tar. And the other argument that I brought up, we've talked about this on, this is the third show we're talking about this on, is that spin rate is part of the equation now for skills and getting money right. and getting contracts and scouting. And pine tar and a substance on the ball directly correlates to better spin rate. So how is that not like a performance enhancer and you should, if it's if it's legal, like what if Pineda didn't want to use pine tar, but they were like, dude, everyone does it. Everyone does it. 
all the other pitchers on the staff were like, yo, Pineda, I do it. Like, just do it. Right. No one cares. And then he gets a 10-game suspension, and his name is now synonymous with it. Right. And that could happen to another pitcher that doesn't want to take that risk. So you have to, you have to, you have to make a ruling on it. Yeah, and they the Hoke Hoke and Kay were telling the old Yankee story. Steinbrenner saw one of the opposing pitchers with pine tar back in the day. They called down Sweet Lou's the manager. He finally answers him in like the eighth inning, and uh, Steinbrenner says, "Hey, they're they're cheating. The pitcher's got pine tar." And Sweet Lou just goes, "Yeah, we're cheating too, and our guy needs it more." Um, so you're right. It is in this weird area of like unwritten rules in baseball where there's so many cameras and the internet and everything that's going on that they need to do something. I think, I think part of the problem is there's not a perfect solution right now. Cause if you ban it and you make the game more dangerous, that's a nightmare. Um, I yeah, said, D. Gordon's wor- got kids, man. D Gordon's got kids. I mean, I, I said, there's a world where you ban it and maybe that's exactly what baseball needs right now. Cause pitchers, their 97 mile per hour fastball goes back to 95 and we get a little more hitting in baseball. Um, or uh, this was the solution that just came, came to me. And I, this isn't, I thought it was because you can't leave pine tar like a rosin bag on the mound. Cause pitchers would just take globs of it and abuse it. Um, so maybe like each ball has just like just a little touch of pine tar on it and the pitcher and catcher can do what they want. Uh, maybe that's something, but uh, you're right. They they have to address it in some fashion because picture this, Jim. I mean, what if what if what if Yusai Kikuchi was doing that during like a playoff game? Like that sucks. I know. I know. I don't. It's like if the Yankees wanted to get Kikuchi banned for ten games, they could have. Because once you call him out and the Ums rule it. The, right. uh, the MLB has to act, and eventually a team's going to get petty enough to do it, and then and then what? It was you, you. You sit down in front of Rob Manfred tomorrow, and he's like, "Oh, you're the kid putting all those videos. I'm putting you in cuffs." And you say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, no, sir! I've got this idea. Um, it's it's about the pine tar." And he goes, "I'm listening. What are you What are you telling him that they should do with pine tar? Shove it up his butt." Boom, roasted. Take it. <laughs> Stick that, Rob Manfred. <laughs> All right, let's go to game four. Hey, uh, can I talk to Bud Selig? I know he still calls the shots around here, loser. <laughs> fucking pop it. Pop it. <laughs> Pinocchio. On your mark. Get set. Burn! Final game of the four-game set. Mike Freak Freakalik versus Jay. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And boy, was he a safe bet tonight. Five innings pitch, one hit, seven Ks. Like organizing your closet, half was boring, but a satisfying result. Meanwhile, top two, we just met you, and this is crazy. RBI double, it's Cameron Mabin. One nothing Yanks, it would stay that way into the eighth. I'm in love with Urshela, his bat and his glove, he's been killing it. I'm in love with Urshela. Two RBI double, three nothing Yanks. Chapman gives up a homer in the ninth to spark the Mariners' offense before they head to Boston. Hap to Ottavino to Britton to Chapman. Yanks win the game and the series 3-1. to one. Whoa. That was a hell of a burn. I mean, that's just what I do, what I do, when I do, what I do. I really liked it. Thanks, dog. Man. I, I didn't even realize that's why Chapman gave up the home run. Yeah. 
He, uh, you, oh, you guys are going to Boston? We can't shut him out. Chappie. That's why Chapman was being so smiley and lackadaisical. That's huge. Yes. Wow. Good for Chapman. Always thinking ahead, that guy. Team player. Yeah. That's really smart. Wow. Good job. Just like, just like, uh, we let the twins do something and they swept Toronto. Help us out in the division. This is really good. There's something else you said in there that I thought was smart as well. What was it? What was the other the part of that closet part? thing? Organizing oh, your closet. Organizing I feel like that's closet. something you like. Boring but satisfying. That's yeah. good, man. That's Hap. Yeah. Hap looked crisp in this game. His uh, his fastball looked like it had. He said in his post game it had purpose or or it had like a little oomph to it, and it did. Right. It looked much better. Yeah, he was pumping it. He was hitting 93, 94 a little bit, um, and he was throwing his main pitch, the uh, the four seamer. He likes to throw. And he was controlling it, dude. You you had it in the gifts. I mean, he was he was putting the ball wherever he wanted it. Um, it was so fun, Hap. I mean, were th- were there any scares? Did any balls get near the? Did any balls go over an outfielder's head? Well, D. Gordon got scared when it almost killed him. Yeah, that ball. I mean, he's got a family, so that's not really something to joke about. But and so, Hap were there was any? Wild. Did any outfielders have to go back on a fly ball? I cannot remember one. There were so many like infield pop-ups. Yeah, I can't remember. He only one. I mean, gave up one hit, and he had seven Ks. Gary throwing out D. Gordon in the first huge. really helped. That was huge because he was struggling huge. in the first inning. So you that- go from first base. You go from walking the speedster base runner that can get a run on his own essentially to now you get an out and he's off the base pass. That was huge. Um, and it was really a good tag by Estrada. It was quick tag by Estrada and Cannon by Gary. What was the pop time? One nine six. Yeah, one nine thousand, I think. And then, and then Gary did have an error later on, threw it in the center yep. field, but the double play saves him. So it was good defense day. It was a good defense day, and Jimmy, like I, I didn't even think about it when I'm writing my burn, but I mean, we we scored our runs from Mabin and pinch hitter Shella today, and I, I mean, said I that. Feel, it, I said that in my post-game recap. Both the guys that got all our RBIs, we traded nothing for. I mean, I, I feel a little vindicated for not liking the lineup today coming into the game. Um, when, I mean, if if we don't have that pinch hit by Gio Urshela, what are we talking about right now? Well, he also uh, made some I, plays at third, right? Yeah, I thought he, I thought one caught him in the biscuits, but it was right above. Um, you don't know where his biscuits yeah, are. Don't speak for his ma- biscuits. The Mariners walked Glaber to get to Urshela, which, again, was the dumbest thing I've seen on a baseball field. All right, I'm going to go through and see where if Hap let up. There's no fly ball in the first inning. I'm, pic- I'm picturing one fly ball to Mabin. I don't know if Hap gave it up, but I don't think he had to go backwards anyways. Second inning, pop up to second baseman, strikeout, strikeout. Third inning, strikeout, flies out to right fielder Mabin. Uh, maybe not that sliding catch. Yep, but he's coming in. Then he struck out Hanniger. Pops up to shortstop, strikeout, ground out to pitcher, and in his last inning, strikeout, ground out, pop up to Glaber. So one ball in the outfield that Maven came in on. Right. I mean, that's I think Paulio and Kester were saying it like, dude, he... This is what Jay Happ looks like when he's right. It's not deep fly balls. It's like it's almost fly balls not even out of the infield, and that's what he did today, which has to be super frustrating. He was great. 
He was great. He dropped a couple. He had a couple nasty off-speed pitches, too, when he did drop them. Um, might hear more about him in a couple minutes, Jim. Yeah. Bullpen locked it down. I liked what I liked how Boone sent the bullpen out. No qualms. Actually, like applause. Out of Vino uh, in the sixth when we needed it. Then Canely. Then Britain. Then Chapman. I, I liked. I liked everything. I don't think Boone made any any decision that I didn't like. Yeah, I uh, I unnecessarily, Jim. You you know how the Twitter world is. I unnecessarily put my neck out there, um, saying that I like. I said I liked the Boone decision right when it happened to bring in Vino because a you get Hap out of there. He can't lose a game, and you have Hap back on the right track. And you're going to Vino right there. Um, I guess Vino or Canely we would have been happy with there just because Canely's been so good. Um, but, I mean, Vino is even a step up from Canely. That's how confident we are in him. And they went out to win that game, um, which we didn't mention in the 10-1 to blowout where um, all of our bad – I mean, Luizaga, Sessa, Barrett, I told you that was like almost our dream loss. We used their arms. Yeah, and then we sent Barrett down. So everyone was fresh yeah. the next day. I mean, that was even – like, that's Cashman's dream, dream loss. Like, we didn't use anyone, and I got to send one of the guys down? Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, are you ready to move into awards? I believe I am. Awards! You get to go first, you heathen. What's the first award we do here on Talking Yankees? The first award that we do is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And you get to go first, Jake. Very interested to see who you are going with. Uh, Jimmy, I alluded it to it seconds ago. I'm going with J-Hap. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Whoa. My, uh, Out of left field. My No, he was the pitcher. But okay. my mans was getting killed on Yankees Twitter just five starts ago. Um, You know, we should have signed Corbin. Oh, this guy's old. Did you know that? That was all the hot takes um, on the internet. This guy, hey, this guy is old. Are you guys taking a look at this dude's age? Hey, maybe next time before you sign someone, check their birth certificate, idiots. Um, there's another thing that comes with age too, Jimmy, and it's knowing how to pitch. And J-Hap knows how to do, do that. He was dominant tonight. And, Jimmy, this was the other part that scared me, and you'll remember I said this on the pregame show, was that, you know, this is getting Jay Happ back on track is huge for this team. Um, you know, he's supposed to be just our solid six innings, two earned runs, clockwork, turn the page, keep it moving. Um, and, Jimmy, he's been back to that. In his past five starts, 31 innings pitched to a 2-6-1 ERA, he is personally 4-1 in those games. Hap has fully turned it round, which changes the whole dynamic of this team, and we didn't have to give him an atrocity of a contract. Um, so I'm glad he shut up some of the internet. I'm glad he looks good again. I think my hot take coming into the season was he would lead the league in wins. Um, he's he's making a late push for it. He's still got a lot of work to do. Um, and I think most importantly, Jim, not only did he get through it and he pitched well, blah, 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 but he pitched well how you expect Jay Happ to pitch well. The lazy pop-ups, he got some strikeouts when he needed it, but there was never a scare. It was boring Jay Happ. 
Um, so he's my pride of the Yankees. Because again, this final game, if Jim, we scored one run into the eighth. Um, if Jay Happ doesn't have a good day today, we're having a sad, we just lost two games and split with the Mariners podcast. It's a good call. I'm surprised you went. I did not see Hap coming at all. Uh, I had two names written down, and I thought, whichever one you snake, I'll go with the other guy. Right. So We do more awards. So Good for Hap. Good for Hap. I, I do agree that he's now... He now has four of his last five. Did you say that? Four of his last five starts are solid starts. Yeah, and I mean, the the one that wasn't um, was a day the ball was flying out of the stadium. If that was on, uh, I think, Domingo Herman pitched the next day and the ball like couldn't get to the warning track if it wanted to. It was blowing out today. Gary would have popped one if it wasn't too. Yeah, I mean, if, if Happer was pitching that day, and I'm, it's Yankee Stadium, you can't play that game, but either way, um. I, yeah. I mean, thirty-one innings, two six one ERA. I said that last that last the the Twins recap episode. I said that Hap's line looks worse than I think he pitched because all the fly balls just carried. Yeah. I mean, the the other thing of that was Cameron Cameron Maben made the great catch that would have made it a but, much but, worse day. But that was another ball that just carried. Right. 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 Yeah. So that was that's part of it. All right. So my pride of the Yankees. Now I got to decide. I thought you were going to decide for me. My pride of the Yankees is my pride of the Yankees is shit. I don't have it on a soundboard. Yeah, I do. My pride of the Yankees is back goes Soler on the track at the wall, and it is gone. DJ LeMahieu, David John makes long gone. <laughs> Hey, homers to right. <laughs> My pride of the Yankees is DJ LeMahieu. Wow. Do you know who, who has the best batting average in the entire LA, uh, American League right now? Gio Urshela. Next question. Wrong. Poop on your face. It is DJ LeMahieu. He's actually tied with uh, Jorge Polanco. Oh, you have to do qualified batters. You have to state that next time because otherwise I'm right. Qualified batters, everyone knows that. Otherwise, it's Boom probably roasted. some. Otherwise, otherwise, you're not right. It's probably some. Catching. And it was your. Uh, and it was your other candidate for pride. So I was just trying to get you a little emotional okay. over there. But non, tell the people why DJ Lemayhu. Non qualified so batters. Uh, Reyes from Detroit is one for one, so he's leading the AL. But qualified That's batters. <laughs> DJ Lemayhu, he's uh, tied for first in uh, batting average. He's got a three ninety nine OBP and an eight forty nine OPS. On this series, which is what we're talking about, DJ LeMahieu in this series, Jake, he played all four games, a series where they, they rested a good amount of guys. He played all four games. He had a 571 batting average and a 467 on base percentage. He was eight for 14. Did you hear what I just said? Did everyone like uh, run, hit run the back? Hit 571. The yeah, we'll hit the 15 second back button for you we'll on this game. On this four-game series, DJ LeMayu was 8 for 14, 571 batting average, 647 on base percentage, with a walk-off single. So he's, Jimmy, my, I don't, he's my pride. I don't want to be Mr. Obnoxious because, I mean, this is the minor, minor part of it, but uh, your dude also played second base, third base, and first base in this series. Um, I mean... Twelve million well spent. I know there was people, including myself, that were 
curious about the signing just because it seemed like Amar Gonzalez, Jed Lowry, maybe they could be better fits because they could switch hit. Um, Cash God. Yeah. He's awesome. He's, I still don't really know his personality. When he hit the walk-off, cracked me up because Zillow was like, come for your interview. Did you see my breakdown of it? Um, mm-hmm. Zillow's come for your interview, and he's like, okay. And he just takes his time, and he's like walking up the steps. He's like, oh, wait, wait, wait one second. He like takes his dip spit out, gets a cup of water. He's walking so slow. It's like, this is live camera, DJ. They're waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> he just I, took his at- time. As you well know, the guy who just started the account, Jay Sterling, calls. Um, there's another half to that team that makes it awesome, Susan Walden, Waldman. And uh, I, I tuned in for a little bit because I had to take the dog out during the game. And uh, it was when the foul ball pop-up happened. It was between Mabin, Tyro Estrada, and LeMahieu. And Susan just crushed it so God. She, go- she goes... Yeah, I mean, you got you got Estrada and LeMahieu, two of the most soft-spoken guys on the team. They're not calling for the ball. <laughs> just, I was laughing, man. It was it was really good. But yeah, man, he's got this quiet, uh, quiet little cage, the Cajun Killer. Should we make that a shirt? Maybe. Yo, got this. I, so I have Yes Encore on in the background. Sure. And the part of the game where Hap hit D Gordon just got played. Right. And knowing that D Gordon thought he was uh just had a near death experience and was worried about his kids being raised without a father. Right. And then they cut to Hap and he goes, "Did it hit the bat?" Yeah. <laughs> it's it made the sound like it hit the bat. Dude, it's really funny that D's over there worried about his life and and Hap's on the mound going, "I think it hit the bat." <laughs> I've got kids. Get out of here, D Gordon. Um oh. And then Jimmy, these are few but few and far between, so I have to bring it up. Did you see my moment of brilliance today? No, sorry, I missed it. <laughs> Damn, man, kind of kind of really need you on that one. Um, I tweeted out just me tweeting out to the world that I was like, Lemayhu got a hit, and it was it was right where the shortstop normally oh, would be. Oh yeah, be. the shift. Yeah, 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 shift. But the shortstop was shifted over like by second base, and I said, shifting on DJ Lemayhu sh- seems like an awful idea. Shifts might be the best thing that ever happened to DJ Lemayhu, and our girl, the queen of stats, KT Sharp, was like in shock. She's like, Jake, you got one right. DJ LeMahieu against shifts this year is five for five. Well, because well, I'll just hit it where you aren't putting your player. Yeah, because I I hit like a player from 1992, and I can hit the ball on the ground wherever I want. So if you shift, I'm just gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember all the outrage? And I and I think you were. I mean, I'm not trying to sully our mood. I think you were you kind of bought into the home away splits for DJ, and I was the one saying I don't care about them at all. You were saying the course field effect, and I'm still not fully bought into that. I think you could still be a very good ball player, um, but for DJ, I was saying that he is not a course field effect guy. You just I I had to you have to acknowledge the risk. Um, the the guy didn't the guy had some not so great years, and you're taking him away from one of the best hitting seats places in baseball um well he's got so yeah, I, I, I will say i did present the risks and said there was a chance the 328 batting average at home 353 on the road so this so far 
He's been right. killing it, man. Who who's your next award we do? You Yankee motherfucker. Who you got? Man, I was just about to give the whole like, well, you know, we won a series, we've been controlling the zone. I don't really want to give out an MF or but you know what I do, Jim? Johnny Lasagna. Holy shit, you did it to me again. I had two names down. You didn't choose either of them. Well, it's bizarre you didn't have this one, Jim. Johnny Lasagna is a guy that's going to have at least two more starts for us? Question mark? Um, we let Gio Gonzalez go a couple days ago, and Gio's have been phenomenal for us. Our, our Gio hit rate is incredible. Um, man, I, I just know this. I, I've loved what Herman's done. Herman's in line to be an all-star so far. Um, we had someone call in with a voicemail saying that, <laughs> is, is he going to win the Cy Young? Um, and we, we laughed. Um, I get being young and talented, and you, you, you can verify me if the ex-fippers come at me that I've been on the Herman train since I saw him in spring training. Johnny Lasagna, according to the FIP and ex-FIP people, is supposed to be a better pitcher than Gio Gonzalez. And guess what? He's a lot more talented, but the guy isn't ready to pitch, at least as a starter, in Major League Baseball. Um, He hasn't gone past four innings this year. Um, And, I mean, just his pitch count, Jimmy, is insane. Like, I can't remember a pitcher racking up a pitch count this easily. My biggest takeaway from the Johnny Lasagna start is that he's a really good athlete, dude. He When he has to make a play around the mound or cover first, he looks like Mariano, who you hear people talk about Mariano on defense. They talk about him being a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. Lasagna looked like a freak athlete. Pitching-wise, and Jim, we're going we're gonna to need a couple more starts from this guy through the year. He's not ready to do that. Um, so lasagna gets my Yankee mf <sighs> Okay. So did fine. you just ignore the pitchers with all your awards this week or what? Yeah, I don't care about pitchers. They play once. Wow. The hitters play four times. Wow. Now I have to make a decision with mine. I'm fine with you giving Johnny Lasagna. Because uh, it's the right person. He's just, it's just like I was so excited about him and now I'm not. I mean, I, I'm still at the same point. I just I think people got so hot on him too early. Like, he's got some nice tricks, but he's a kid. He skipped double-A and triple-A, basically. Yeah. Um, like, the kid needs time to develop. I, you know, it, it's easy to say now, um, I think there's a chance, like, he could be a lights-out, lights-out reliever someday. I mean, there's still a chance he could put it together and be a really good starting pitcher, but... um. I, I don't know. Th- this year, it's not going to happen. Okay. I have to choose two motherfuckers now. You're going to take both of them? No, I have to choose one of them, and I'm trying to figure out which one I'm going to go with. All right. Well, choose the one that should be the second Yankee MFR because Luizaga is the easy number one. I'm going with Miguel Anduar. Oh, I likey. Peter, me, Reiki the billboard signs. <laughs> Andujar went over 15, Jake. He didn't get a hit. Ooh. And I think he had maybe one good at bat, like nice, solid yeah. poke. I remember one to left field. I was like, oh, maybe he can build off that. In the game four on uh, Thursday, he dribbled like every ball back to the pitcher. Everything's been off the end of the bat, like in a bizarre fashion. 
I get that he's coming off rehab and it's it's early. It's early and he can easily get his swing back. The problem is if he's not hitting, he's a bad baseball player. Yes. Because he can't field. I mean, he got he got defensive replacement for Gio Urshela, who was hobbling. Yeah. Gio Urshela has and it's a, a no and it was a no brainer. And it was a no brainer. Gio Urshela was like limping around. Yeah. And he still has more mobility than Anduhar. I yeah. was I was like, holy shit, this is damning. And yeah. I mean, so Andor, it's early. Nothing's damning. You can easily just find it, you know, and then start right. raking and be a double machine and double. But and he will. And he probably will. He most likely will. The kid can hit. The kid can hit. But oh, he didn't get a hit. Oh, over fifteen. I think he played every game. Did he sit one game? Uh, if he got fifteen at bats, he played every game. He played every game. Didn't yeah. get a hit. So my motherfucker. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's part of the reason I wasn't in love with the lineup today. And I think we're, we're going to get to the other reason I wasn't in love with the lineup today. Um, but I think that'll come along in the awards section. But yeah, if, (laughs) if that dude's not hitting, it's nothing. Um, and that's not, that's not rude to say. That's completely accurate. Yeah. All right. Let's pivot to, Regular old awards. And Jake, you get to go first. I'm just your regular, everyday, normal guy. Nothing special about me, motherfucker. Uh damn man. I was gonna give um I was gonna give the LeMayhew the shifty award and, and drop my shifty stat again. Um you know what I'll do this for you, Jim, because you want me to. Um and I'm, I'll give him the Miguel Andujar Award. <laughs> okay. The rarely seen teammate on teammate award. Yep. You know, you know it's going to Clint. Clint. Clint Frazier, our guy, the king of swag. Um, Slave to perfection. Shoe game. Bo Jackson, um, he had a tough series hitting, three for 16. Again, you could play the rehab thing again. He batted third and fourth at different points this series. Um, Jimmy, you you were on it. I'll, you were on it first and the strongest. I was there with you, um, hoping for development but realizing the problem. Everything you just said about Miguel Andujar is completely true with Clint Frazier. And don't come at me with playing the outfield is easy and he's quick and he's got a good arm. Doesn't matter if you can't catch a fly ball. And we'll start with the guardy one because this this got big on the internet and I think you ended up landing with me a little bit. Was It was 75% Clint, 25% guardy. No, I'm not there. And, Okay, I, you said that on the pregame show the next day. Um, fly ball between the two if you missed it. Closer to Clint. Clint setting up camp under it. Last second, turns, looks at Guardy, lands close to Guardy. People were coming out with the, well, Clint's the center fielder. Center fielder Guardians. always gets it. You're right. Center field is a thing. 
if Aaron Judge is out there, Brett Gardner doesn't even come close to that fly ball. Um, if Cameron Maben's out there, Brett Gardner doesn't even come close to that fly ball. Brett Gardner's coming close to that fly ball because he's worried about Clint. Um, and there was some rain and there was some wind, so there's probably a 10% that should be docked from it uh, from just a regular fly ball. But a fly ball just dropped, and it's inexcusable, and the root cause of that is because of Clint's defense, and that's what people need to understand about that play. Um, he doesn't know how to dive and catch a ball. That's incredibly problematic. Anything that and, he, wait, anything that he get, can't camp under, he right. just dives head first at. We saw Cameron Mabin do a sliding catch. We saw we saw Talkman do, talk do a sliding catch. It's not in Clint's arsenal, and it's so. I know I'm going to get riled up. It's so bothersome because right. that ball that he dives for head first and pops out of his glove. It's like, oh, you can't get mad because it would have been a highlight catch. No, it shouldn't be a highlight catch. It should just be he runs a little faster and catches it or slides and catch it. Same with the two in Houston. He's never once had to do that diving forward catch that he does. That's just what he does because he has no idea how to judge a fly ball. And it pisses me off because everyone on Twitter does it like he's like, well, you can't, it would have been a diving catch. No, it doesn't have to be a diving catch. He just, he has two modes, happy feet and scare me while he's camping under it or full out dive and then not hold on to it. Pisses me off, yeah. man. He's such and, a problem uh, in the outfield. Jimmy, like it's, it, people, people might not like this, but you kind of have to view it through the same scope as Anduhar. If they're not hitting, their value gets lost. And it was, he again, he went three for 16 this series. Um, no RBIs. Again, he's coming back from the rehab. I get it. He still looks he still looks composed at the plate. But the problem is, Jim, he messes up back to back days in right field to the point we have to DH him today. Anduhar's at third. We lose out on Luke Voigt. Um, someone has to end someone has to end up sitting because of those defensive problems, and now we have two guys on our team, and I mean, right now, we're putting Luke Voigt in the value defender column, <laughs> which he, people would been, laugh at. But he's been pretty but good. But he can play his position. He can play first base. Um, I mean, it's, again, when this roster crunch starts to really happen, we're going to see some stuff, because these guys are problems on defense right now, and Jim, I'll even take it from you, um, can you play the sound effect for whenever we're going to sound like old men? That sound effect you play when, when we're going to sound like old men? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let that word resound. Barbaric. Let that word resound. We're going to sound old. Clint Frazier, after back-to-back -back days of screwing up Fly balls in the outfield, regular fly balls. Wait, wait. He 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 misplayed a ball a ball in the game one as well, and so, and he let a ball go to the wall that he should have cut off in game two. So like, it was like there's at least five balls he misplayed in four games. Misplays four and a half balls in three games. He he was. I think before game four today, um, what did he do in game four? He's one for four, so he was he was two for 12, and he posts an Instagram that says, slave to perfection? Like, dude, 
I love the fact you want to be swaggy. And you are, man. You got the shoes. You got the chain. You got the haircut. I, I love that he smiles and he has fun on the field. But, like, dude, you're setting yourself up to be the opposite Paul O'Neill. Like, we love Paul O'Neill because he's a grinder and he cares so much and he's killing it. When you go out and you're having these mental lapses in the field that make us have to DH you, that make us have to take one of our better players out of the lineup, I can't have you posting an Instagram that says you're a slave to perfection. Because uh, you're clearly not if you're at this point in your major league career and you have this much trouble with fly balls. So there's, there's Jakey old man rant today. I'm, and again, a reminder to all the Clint lovers, God, I want to love Clint. I want him to be our quirky little redhead that mashes the ball and has a good time out there. I so do. But, I mean, what did your eyes tell you this series? People are still excusing him. Oh, yeah, because they want to, because it's, it's the old man sound. Like, it's a different generation. Like, well, he's got swag, and he's still hitting 315, man. Who cares? And it's like... Well, I care when it affects our team winning baseball games. And just to go over the whole situation with Gardner, the center fielder, it is always the center fielder's ball when the center fielder calls for the ball. Right. It's not just the center fielder's ball at all times. Like It's not like Gardner just has to catch everything, even though that ball was so high and so much closer to Clint, he should have just been camped under it easily. That's what Gardner said to Clint. It's my job to call you off. You don't get to just decide, oh, you're getting this one because you're the center fielder and back out. I didn't call you off. I was just there backing you up. And I, I still say, like, people, like, you should have seen Clinton was confused and caught it. Like, what? That's crazy. That would be an incredible skill. Yeah. If Clint's not vocalizing that, like, help, help, help. And it looked like the close-ups looked like they didn't say anything to anyone. My, my, I cannot blame Gardner because if that was any other right fielder on our lineup, in our roster, it would have just simply been caught. Yeah. So that's my spiel on that. My award, Jake. Sure. Is the uh, what if God was one of us? Right. Just a stranger on the bus trying to make his way home. Man, you, do, you love Tyro, man. Geo the God. The God. Is this guy insane or what? <laughs> this guy's crazy. I mean, he had the two-run homer. We talked about that. He had the big RBI in game four. We've talked about that. His stats on the series, Jake, he was oh, just 455 batting average, 455 on base percentage, uh, five RBIs. Oh, he got a bone contusion on his leg. He had to come out of the game. Couldn't even start. Don't worry. Can still be a defensive replacement because still has better range than Andujar, even with a hobbled leg. Grimacing while he's out there. Hits a pitch that he's not supposed to hit and just slaps it to right for two RBIs to extend the lead there, which saved the game because Chapman gave up a solo home run. But maybe Chapman doesn't do that if he doesn't have the wiggle room. Who knows? You know, you can't play that game. Right. This dude's crazy. But the there, there is a world where we we lose three out of four if we don't have Gio Urshela. Yeah, and my question is, like you said, with that home run, it's now in your brain no longer like, I can't believe this every time it happens. Right. It, it, it's, it's we're, dude, we're what? 
He's got 78 at-bats, 88 plate appearances. That's still small. But if we get to 150 and he's still doing this, that's enough leash for a long time for me. It's a uh, man. Just to, I, just I, to refresh, I, 346 batting average on the season, 409 on base percentage on the season. Jim, the defense is so valuable. I, I think we said this last podcast, but for me, it's almost like a six out swing. Like Gio Urshela is going to make yeah, three plays that do isn't going to make. Um, and it's, it's almost the difference between like, it can be six outs in a given game. Um, which just think of that impact. Never mind the fact he's hitting at, uh, an over 900 OPS, almost 950. So, um, it's, it's amazing. Um, I, it's still not enough to not say that it's like fluky. Like there's still so much of a chance the rug gets pulled out on this. Um, but man, right now he looks so so good. It and it with that home run he hit Jim and I guess today. But it crossed the point where like you could see yourself 3 years from now being like, "Yeah, man, the guy went, you know, guy's career was almost done. He went nut job and now he's just this really good major league player." Like we've crossed that threshold. He's good. I I fully trust him. I'm in love with him. Geo the God. He's so good. Story came out that he was a former goalkeeper like myself. We're both former third baseman. I mean, it's like, it's getting spooky. If you were to get surgery to look like him, you'd probably look like him too. You think so? Oh, yeah. If they did a good job with it. You really mean that? Wholeheartedly. What's your next Thanks, award? Man. My next award, Jimmy James John Boy. Where do I want to go, my darling? Do, do, do. I want to know. Um, what was, uh, I, I think we had an old shirt. I think it was one from one of the broadcasts. It was two pitches. It was filth and smoke or something. Gas and filth. Gas and filth, the old Sevy shirt. Yeah. Let's let's do the I'll do the gas and filth award. Okay. Gary Sanchez, man. He does it on both sides. No. Um it's going to Adam Adovino. Um dude, this guy had two point one innings this series. Um he does not give up a hit. And he, right now, Jim, he looks like a cheat code. He's He is a get-out-of-jail-free card in Monopoly. Yep. Um, The pitches are unreal, and it, it just, it felt like it would have been a disoivis if I didn't, if I didn't mention him. I had him on my list. Like, wow. Two two games in the series, which you know happens because the four games set. It's hard to get the uh, the relievers in here, even though we've done it with Canely a bunch. But yeah, it's just I, an instant rally ender. Do you do you worry at all with him in there? No, I mean it, it's it's hit the point for me that like I know there will be days when he gives up runs, but I don't care because he's earned himself so much leash on the other days that it's like it's. That's fine, dude. 
It's it is completely fine. Yeah. He's crazy. Because it's just I, a rally I have, ender. I have no fear with him. Picture if you're the other team. Yeah. It's like uh, in spring training when they said Glaber and Andujar took live at bats versus Adam Adovino and Lindsey Adler wrote, they looked at each other and were like, let's get out of here, man. Yeah, no, we're, we're not doing this. I've got a family. Throwing people that think this is dumb Yankees. People think, <laughs> got a family. People think this is dumb Yankees Red Sox stuff. I cannot believe they did not sign him as their closer. I yeah. cannot believe it. That is crazy. That's it's it's insane for the price we got him at and where their bullpen is at. I mean, un- unbelievable. And it hey, how about Cash God again when people were saying either, you know, resign Robertson or why why aren't we getting Harper Machado? I'll t- tell you what, the Adovino guy <laughs> is worth the price of admission. Britain has two good outings now too. Yeah, ZB, regular Zach Britton, man. Regular Zach Britton. All right, my next award, Jake, is the I Can't Believe You've Done This award. Okay. Do you know that video on YouTube? Old video? Um, I don't know. It's this British guy, and he's like making a stupid video, and his friend just punches him right in the face. And his instant reaction just is, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> so, sounds like my kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I can't believe you've done this award. Goes to drum roll. Mike you Talkman. Wanna, no, you want a drum roll for me? <laughs> Louis Sessa. Whoa. I can't believe you've done this, Luis. But give him the ball until Paxton gets back. Start Luis <laughs> Sessa. Do wow. not start Johnny Lasagna. Flip them. Luis Sessa has been so much better. <laughs> give him the first three innings. Lasagna the next three. Lasagna gets us in holes right away. I cannot believe Luis Sessa has done this. You don't believe in like the idea of keeping him in the bullpen because he's been good there. Well, but for the rest of the season, yes. For these next two starts, I'd rather give him the first two innings than Lasagna. Okay. What do you think about that? I mean, I wouldn't like if they announced that today. I wouldn't be mad about it, but I just think, again, it's kind of like look where we came from with Luis Sessa. That it's like, let's let's not. Um, he's kind of the perfect long man we've been looking for in this bullpen if he keeps doing this. Like, let's not. I I would rather keep Sessa locked and loaded in his role and let Johnny Ells go out there twice more and see if he could figure something out and just have him piggyback. You think it's an keep... option to let Johnny Lasagna start another again? I mean, they're going to. Uh, maybe bring up Chad as an opener if they can by that point. Or, or someone as an opener. I don't think you can give Johnny Lasagna another first inning. I know I sure as hell wouldn't. I think he's going to get one more. I, I think if he can't go, if he can't get past four innings flat again, that's it. But I think he gets one more. I really hope not. I'm not saying it's right. I gave him my MF, but I, I just, he's the top prospect in the organization. Um, Like, I, I just think they are. Johnny Lasagna is our top prospect? A top pitching prospect. Oh, okay. okay. 
It's either him or Florio. I think it's him, right? I don't know. Don't care. I don't think he can start. I wouldn't do it. I'd give him an opener, then give him three innings or something like that. What's his what's what's his by inning? First inning he has a What? I guess his first that, inning's not bad. It's, it's just That's it's just the thing, bad. dude. Lasagna's stats deceive you. Coming into coming into yesterday's start, his ERA started with a two. It's been very deceptive. The guy just can't get any length, and it ends up like feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. I, the stats look much better. So all the people that just like analytics are going to tell me I'm an idiot because I guess this is just a feel thing. Um, A little bit. His FIP is worse than um Sessa's, but I think, again, it's kind of time frame. You, I, I think you're right. Like, I think your mindset is right, but I think you give Johnny Lasagna one more start because if he does okay, then you're probably one start away from Paxton. If not, then you probably go like Chad Green opener or something like that. When's his next start going to come? And this will kind of end the episode and round us out until we're, we're going up against the Rays. We're facing their two best pitchers in this three-game set, which is scary. I think he'd, I think he'd be the first start after the Rays series, I believe. So back at home. Versus the ball versus the Orioles, then I I'm I okay with that. Okay, but I would not throw yeah. I would not throw him. Would not throw him versus the Rays. I don't think it is versus the Rays. I think you're correct. Yeah, because we're we're it's actually dude. We should probably talk about this Rays series a little bit. Um, dude, well, it's we, we, Domingo versus Glass now, who have basically been the two pit best pitchers in baseball. Um, CC versus TBD, which makes me think opener, which sucks. And then it's Tanaka versus Snell. So this is going to be a fun one in Tampa, man. I mean, that sucks. That's Glasnow is their best pitcher right now. Then an opener day, we suck at those. Then Snell, who's really good. That's a tough matchup. Rays are good. So then, yeah, it's versus the Orioles. You can do lasagna if you want. I, 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 whatever. It's lasagna and Sessa. They're going to piggyback each other anyway. Right. I just like, I think I like the way Sessa pitches more right now. He's attacking more. Yeah, he looks great, but I mean, it's just starting and relieving is still different. Uh, the, even, the, even the analytics geeks won't touch that one. Yeah. All right. Well, we will talk more about tomorrow's game on the pregame show. If you guys want to tune in for that, you can find it on YouTube. We tweet out the link. I think that wraps this one up, Jake. Uh, Yankees have won five of their last seven, and even you can find a good record if you go way back, right? Like, oh yeah, I, mean, I want to. Two losses wanna... to Arizona. You got to you got to go far enough back that they, those don't get in the way. Yeah, I want to say it's like seventeen and six or sixteen and six, but uh, it's been really good baseball. And if we uh, win two out of three versus the Rays, I think we leave in first place. Yeah, which I don't care at all about means absolutely nothing. But that's it's crazy that we're even in that position. Yes, sir. But being in first place in May is something that the Rays celebrate, and something that Ooh. I do not care about. They do. Bazing! Their fan base is on my Instagram. Like we're in first place. I'm like I don't care. And their in their official Twitter is doing it. What are you talking about? No one cares. The Yankees' Twitter is going to tweet out they're in first place if they get to first place. The Yankees Twitter. Yeah, all Twitter suck. 
All Twitter suck. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, no, no. All Twitter's for, like, professional teams. Yes. I hate when the Yankees try to be cute. It's cute. Should I tell her? Stop. <laughs> All right. That is the end of this show. Thank you guys very much. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash talking yanks. If you want to hang out with us at the stadium, July 17th, I think there are a couple tickets still left, Jake. I haven't checked. I don't yeah. Wanna... We're, we're getting close. Um, okay. If you're thinking about it, get them because we have an option to get more. Um, and we think we, we're probably going to do, but the right, sooner yeah. you do, we will. Yeah. So uh, July 17th at the stadium, free, f- free food, obviously. But all you can eat, all you can drink beer. Little party. Talking Yanks at the stadium. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.